so excited right now because somebody in my family hooked me up with an actual microphone. So I'm not just talking into the computer. I have a microphone. I'm so excited. So, um, yeah, like I'm kind of hype. It's so crazy how it happened because just earlier today I was thinking about, yeah, I was able to fix some of the audio pro- problems that I was having when I was just using like my AirPods and stuff. And even though like the audio was sounding like okay, just using the computer microphone, like that microphone was picking up everything. Like I could hear um, my family in the background, like if I hit the computer or something or the table or like shuffling the cards, all those things you can hear those sounds really loud even with a computer mic and I was just thinking like okay this is not gonna work for very long I need a microphone and literally that same day a couple hours later I was gifted a mic. I was given a microphone this is where if I had a, a soundboard I would add in the applause <laughs> So that's up next, like the soundboard for the applause um, and, you know, all of the other sound effects and whatnot. But yeah, welcome back. This is the 101 Experience. I am your host, Christine. If you are new here, welcome. And if you are returning, thank you for coming back. I am so excited to continue on this journey with you guys. So on today, I... Um, well, let me just say this. <clears throat> this isn't on my list of topics, but it's on my heart to share. So I'm going to. If there is something that you want to do, I encourage you to just jump out and do it. Like at this point, I don't know if y'all have looked outside, but the world is ending. Okay. <laughs> Like, I don't mean that um, to, like, alarm you or anything, but, like, things is going down, okay? Humongous, energetic, and universal shifts are occurring. And transitionary periods are particularly um, vulnerable, is what I'll say. Like, if you think about any time you are transitioning between like one thing to another you're much more open to things going wrong I say that to say who knows if you will be here tomorrow who knows if you will have um another opportunity to do the things that you're putting off and I feel like a lot of times we get discouraged because we are looking at other people and we feel like we don't have the resources that they have or we don't have the time that they have or that we don't have the knowledge or the skill or the wisdom or whatever other self-limiting thoughts you have about your ability to do what it is you want to do. Sometimes it's the issue of I don't really have the time to commit to this thing the way that I would want to. And I just want to really encourage y'all specifically for people who have been thinking about putting out any kind of media. So like podcasts and YouTube shows or blogs or Patreons 
or whatever it is, just do it. Like, just do it with the resources that you have in front of you right now. And as you go, more things will become available to you. I am a a living, walking testimony of this right in your face of how I received the direction to start a podcast and how things just started to come together in order for me to actually do it. And I feel like on the flip side of that, those of us who are consuming whatever venture someone puts themselves out to do, it is important for us to extend grace to them. Like in my first episode, Jacket Hair, like I told you, the very first thing that I recorded the introduction to the podcast, I was on my phone with my AirPods and it was janky. Like the sound just, it sounded like I was recording from my phone. But it was important to get that out. And so I needed for anyone listening to extend me some grace, right? I know it's not the most comfortable listening experience, but what I said was important and I really wanted to share that. So please extend some grace while you listen. I asked for that. And if you listen to that first episode, I thank you so much for extending me that. Like if you shared that first episode, if you commented or if you, um, left a review or whatever, or if it was that first episode that got you coming back to this one, that is the manifestation of extending somebody grace, right? So anytime we are um, supporting people's work, we have to support them through the learning curve and the growing phase, because a lot of us didn't have mentorship and resources in the things that we want to do we are figuring it out as we go and then a lot of us like we're so used to like these big productions but when people start things on their own they are literally doing everything by themselves or they have a team of people who are helping them do it but it's still a much smaller scale operation than the larger productions you see on TV or the celebrities that you see doing podcasts and studios and they already have engineers and they have producers and they have graphic designers and they have experience of recording and recording software and they have experience of navigating various um, platforms on which these types of media are Um, distributed they understand distribution like these are things that um when you're starting you don't really have knowledge of or resources in and you figure it out as you go and as consumers if we are always looking at someone starting out to be operating at that standard from the gate um we're not we're doing everybody a disservice because uh, we could be missing out on something that is great, something that is healing for us, something that's helpful for us, something that is entertaining, all because it's not up to the standard of this large production with a huge budget. And we're not giving our people time to grow in their gifts and their purpose. So long story short, if there is something that you've been wanting to do, I encourage you to go ahead and do it. And anyone who is consuming or watching or supporting those efforts, please allow people grace. Okay, so with that being said, that leads me to um, another thing that also is not on my list of topics, but it's important. And since I kind of said it a little bit, I want to expound on it. So when I said that times of transition um, leave you vulnerable, 
Um, so let's think about it, right? So if we go with the whole podcast theme and the caterpillar and its transformation into a butterfly. So a caterpillar typically attaches itself to like a tree or a branch or something or like underneath something stable um, where it then forms its chrysalis where it forms its chrysalis <laughs> and begins to undergo its transformation into a butterfly and um wow the caterpillar is doing that the only defense it has is the chrysalis and the stability of the location it chose to establish its chrysalis right but i mean anything could happen like a bird could fly through and knock it off or somebody could see it under their porch and not know what it is and sweep it off or a bad rainstorm or windstorm can come and knock it off like there's a mil- there's a lot of things that can go wrong in that vulnerable state but the caterpillar has to set up its chrysalis pick its spot and then just trust that you know they'll make it from one side to another another trans transition period that we should all be familiar with is birth so the transition be to bring life into the world you have to understand like there is a being literally going from not alive and not breathing to being alive and existing um full-fledged in this 3d world and in order for that to happen the veil between life and death thins out. It becomes, um, because it has to create like a, a gateway for life to come through. And because of that, if proper precautions are not taken um, and proper care is not given to the sensitivity of that moment, it's possible for life to slip out the other way. So... I'm speaking about maternal death and um, infants dying at birth or shortly after. And one of the spiritual reasons for that is because of the vulnerability that comes with transitioning between two places. Like, okay, so a less um, serious or less severe example, let's talk about moving. If you're moving from one house to another and you got to pack up all your stuff and get it from point A to point B, anything can happen. Things get lost. Things get broken. Uh, God forbid you unpacking boxes and you ain't pack it right. And stuff start falling out the boxes everywhere or it starts raining on the day that you're trying to move in and the boxes is falling apart and it's a mess. Now some of your stuff is destroyed. Like things can go wrong because you are vulnerable Again, you can take all of the precautions at the top. Like you can be as organized as possible. You can start packing early. You can be um, intentional and exercise care and patience when you are packing things up neatly and protecting them individually. Uh, you can take all those precautions before you head into the transition. But the actual transition is still a vulnerable moment. And... I say all of that to say the precautions and the protection is imperative. 
So when we think about energetically the world and the universe being in a transition phase, what precautions, what protection do you have? How are you covering yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually? You need to have a regimen for protecting yourself materially. You need to have a regimen for protecting yourself um, as best as possible. That does not mean you will not be vulnerable. That does not mean that things will not happen. But you can take the precautions to keep yourself safe through that transition period. So physically, you want to think about your physical health. What are you eating? Are you exercising your body? Is your body capable of sustaining you through everything that is happening? Or is your body stressed out? Are you giving your body junk so it doesn't have the fuel? Are you not exercising it so in times of crisis it doesn't have the mobility to do what it needs to do? Mentally, are you tending to your mental wellness? Whether you have an actual mental health diagnosis or a mental illness or a a diagnosed condition, whatever you want to call it, however you identify it, I'm saying, whether you would uh, label yourself as having one of those things or not, if you consider yourself to be relatively mentally well and functioning well mentally, What type of protections and precautions are you taking? What are you allowing to take up space in your mind? What are you consuming? What media? What conversations? What spaces? What are you allowing your brain to do? Are you allowing your brain to suck up propaganda? Are you meditating so that you are building your ability to use your your mind as the tool that it is or are you just waking up letting your brain kind of run rampant on its own are you doing um like brain busters and puzzles and stuff to keep yourself sharp are you reading how are you engaging yourself intellectually to keep your mind sharp and clear okay emotionally again What are you allowing yourself to share your emotional energy with? Are you just giving your emotional energy away freely to the point that you do not have enough to carry and sustain yourself when something happens? This could be overreacting. This could be overextending yourself to support any and everybody, even if they don't ask for it or they don't express a need for it. Or they tell you outright that they don't need it, but you're still just like showering people with your emotions or your emotional support. Um, This could be, again, being reactive, whether that's being angry, whether that's being sad, whether that's being outraged. We see a lot of this on social media. If you follow me on social media, especially Twitter, you might have heard me talking about how it's important to not engage with things. And disengage when you start to see things being emotionally charged, especially on Twitter, because there aren't so many nuanced conversations that are happening on Twitter. And a lot of the debates across social media, Twitter specifically, but across social media, um, these debates, they're not black and white. There's a lot of gray area. But because of the nature of social media, if you say something one way, people just kind of attack. People are focused on um 
hitting you with like a little comeback with a clapback so that they can get retweets and likes or whatever. And so these emotionally charged conversations start happening where people are talking past each other. There's no real communication. And even if it is something that you may feel super passionate about, it's honestly not the place to have certain conversations. And I I would encourage everyone to be mindful of where they are extending their emotional energy and to disengage from things that are not um, fruitful and that do not replenish you, okay? Materially, how are you protecting your finances as best as possible? How are you protecting your home as best as possible, And when I say protecting, I mean, what type of defenses do you have? What type of um, stop losses financially do you have, savings and whatever else? Um, How can you pad yourself? How can you make sure if you got a whole bunch of essentials in your house, somebody down the street who don't got them ain't going to run up in there and take yours? What type of protections do you have? This is a vulnerable time, okay? spiritually and the spiritual protection is the foundation of all of the other dimensions that I mentioned so when I talk about like mentally and physically and emotionally what are you lending your energy to like the spiritual component is are you keeping your head covered are you literally cleaning your head so there's an element of like clearing your head of clutter as in information or misinformation and propaganda and then actually physically cleaning your head wash your hair brush your hair put some type of head covering on your head when you're out um amongst crowds or other people and use those physical acts of protection with spiritual intention okay same thing with your food. Eat food with spiritual intention. Calling your ancestors. Do your altar work. Cleansing and protection should be a part of your regular regimen. At this point today, whenever you hear this, if you're not doing it already, you need to be saying your prayers and setting your intentions regularly cleansing yourself and calling in protection for yourself and your family on a regular daily basis okay protection needs to be a daily activity because we are in a vulnerable space and again that's not to say that things will not happen the point is you want to take the best precautions that you can take to be prepared so that you are um, less vulnerable while still understanding that that's just the nature of the time that we're in. So really now is the time to start building like the routines and the practices that will kind of keep you grounded and keep you stable and really um, fortify your foundation in this time that we're in because, like, 
<laughs> the other part of it, like in, from a holistic standpoint, the efficacy of your physical protections or your ability to kind of enact your physical protections really depends on your your mental health and your um the precautions and the practices and the strategies you have to sustain that and then that is and vice versa like your mental health really depends a lot on your physical body and and all of those other things right like your material success your emotions your spirituality like all of those things are interdependent on one another so it's really important to build strategies and practices and routines with all of those things in mind like keeping your house clean having a regular a rotation for the way you clean your house um being mindful of like your eating habits and what you're cooking and planning those things out to your best the best of your ability like everybody's not like super like hardcore plan playing your your day or your week out day by day hour by hour um know what your your spiritual rituals are do you get up every morning and say your prayers go to your altar do yoga or some type of exercise meditate um whatever those things are you have to be diligent in making it routine turning it into a regimen because you need, 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 just like I said in the first episode, you need to have a stable foundation so that when the world around you starts to crumble, you're not too shaken up by it. It's really important to have your own, um, how do I want to say this? Like your own, like, you got to rely on yourself for some things and you cannot, it's like you can't wait on something outside of yourself to save you. So you have to take the initiative to lay that foundation. And this does not negate the importance of community or like supports or um, social and societal and political structures. Um, it's just understanding that those things are, are limited and there are things that you're capable of doing on a ground level for yourself and for your community as a, a piece of a community or as a um, component, I'll say, not piece, as a component of a community. Like there are things that you can do on that level um, to kind of fortify you and set a groundwork. So even when the societal and the political and the global things start to crumble or fall apart or they're no longer effective, um, or they no longer resonate with you, they no longer align with your personal values and what's important to you and what you know is right for yourself and for other people. Um, and I don't mean like, <laughs> like, like racists who don't think that um, black people and other brown people like deserve certain things. Because that's reverse racism. That's not what I mean about not being aligned with your values. I mean like legit having an understanding of basic um, human rights that are give, that are birthrights for every human being walking. And how we are all responsible for making sure that other people have access to those things. And 
if you start to see the world or society or politics moving away from that, like, are you going to crumble? Are you going to fall apart? Or are you going to fall back on what your foundation is and stabilize yourself and your family and your community and move from a place of power? Are you going to always be begging externally for someone to create that foundation for you? Now is the time, y'all. Now, I mean, to be fair, y'all probably should have been doing this (laughs) in like May, June, August at the latest. However, um, it's okay. (laughs) If you're just starting today or this week or whatever, but start, you have to start somewhere. Seriously, like nothing else is going to matter if your foundation isn't strong. So really commit yourself to building a strong foundation, like spend some time in quiet and in communion. My words, sometimes I just talk too fast and like all the words run together. Be having to slow myself down, take my time. Okay, but yeah, spend some time in communion with the creator And with yourself and understanding what it is that you need to have a foundation. Like I know for me and like my kids, like it drives my kids crazy, but I cannot do clutter. Like if there is clutter in my house, then my brain is clutter and I cannot think straight. I cannot do clutter. Pick these toys up. put your shoes and order on the shoe rack, like stuff like that. I can't take it. Things have places. Please put things in their proper places. Like that's one thing that I've learned about myself. And there may be times where I like have a lot of work on my plate and I'm not knocking it out as timely as I would want to. Then I got to be like, hold up. Like do I got a whole bunch of papers all over my table, all over my desk. Like, am I just like, pushing it all to the side when I go to bed and then wake up and trying to get back at it. Like, no, let me kind of declutter. Let me reorganize. Let me reset. And literally after I do that, I will feel better. So, um, I, I really encourage you to spend some time figuring out like what it is that you need on the website, on the life manifesting website. There is a, um, a worksheet. There's an exercise there. I think it's free. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure the self-care plan is free. Um, I've talked about it a lot, but you can download the self-care plan there and it goes through, um, a lot of the dimensions that I mentioned as far as like protections and stuff, but you can go through and, and kind of ask yourself, what is it that I need to be well? How do I know when I'm not well? Um, like I said, like I, I start to get, um, cranky and I have difficulty focusing And I'm not functioning as well with like work tests. Those are signs that I have on my self-care plan that something is out of whack. And so then I can go to my plan and I can look at it like, okay, am I saying my prayers in the morning? Am I spending my time at my altar? Am I working my altar? Am I exercising? How am I eating? Am I eating a bunch of junk? Did I eat Chipotle and a bunch of bread this week? When we know that those are not things that give us fuel, Christine. (laughs) When was the last time you had vegetables with your dinner? Like stuff like that. Um, I can check my self-care plan and look through it. And 
I can see where I've gotten out of alignment. And in my self-care plan, I include like um, regular maintenance things as well as um, once I notice that I'm out of alignment, what do I need to get back? Like one strategy that I have, especially being a therapist and a spiritualist, sometimes um, other people's energy, it just becomes a lot. And sometimes I, you got to shut it down. Like I got to shut it down. I got to clean. I got to purge, especially if my, my own personal life starts to kind of come at me fast or heavy. Um, some things I'll do, like I'll turn the notifications off on my phone and, you know, like I'll check it, like I'll still check it, but I'll get to you when I get to you. Um, because I got to recalibrate, I got to recharge, like things like that, um, so yeah, on the website, Life Manifesting Under Exercises, you can download the self-care plan. It goes through the different areas and dimensions holistically, different strategies. There are suggestions for strategies. It is not um, an all-encompassing list. It's literally just suggestions if you're not sure to kind of get your mind flowing. And then there is a worksheet where you can kind of go through your triggers um, signs that you're not operating optimally. Um, how do you know when you are well and when you are thriving versus um, operating in survival mode or when you're running on fumes? And then you can go to the self-care plan and really kind of outline strategies for all of those areas, physically, mentally, and emotionally, spiritually, environmentally, professionally, socially, all of those things. And you can set up the self-care plan with your regular um, routine things that you do and uh, also the things that you need to do for recovery if you get out of alignment and you need to get back so that resource is there please use it um, like I said it's free and if it's not free I will make it free because it's really important I have shared it on social media several times um, so I'm pretty sure that it is free but if it's not right now, I will make it free so that everybody has access to it because I think that that is really important. And then again, like you don't necessarily have to use my template that I have. It's just to get you started. So feel free to kind of use that template and make it your own. But yes, develop a self-care plan, develop your routines and your regimen to keep yourself well, to keep yourself protected. And to have a stable foundation to support you as we transition. Okay, so to close out this episode, I do have another card pull. However, I just want to give a disclaimer, okay? Like, I recorded that, um, like a month ago, I think. Yeah, because it was the, the full moon on Halloween when I recorded that. So, um, you will find throughout the duration of this podcast that there may be some moments where I just kind of stream together various streams of thought that I had, um, before I actually started recording and distributing the podcast. So there may be like little bits and pieces of things that are not in chronological order. However, I believe that all things come together when and how they should. And this particular carpool that I did, um, I named the segment How We Got Ourselves Effed Up, or How You Got Yourself Effed Up. 
um, I may or may not do that segment. There will be some type of carpool at the end of every episode. It may or may not be that segment though. But I think that it was, um, I think that the things that came out in that carpool were relevant to the things that I talked about in this podcast. So I will include it here for your enjoyment and enrichment. (laughs) All right. So now it is time for, this is how you got yourself effed up. (laughs) So I'll, in this segment, I pull one quick tarot card just to kind of look into how it is we have ourselves effed up okay um now please keep in mind well before I do my disclaimer um and then one tarot card about how we have ourselves effed up and then also one piece of advice from our benevolent wise ancestors who move with mastery and integrity um advice on how we can uneff ourselves so disclaimer these Readings are super general, right? For anyone who may come across or listen to this podcast. So there may be times where it feels like I'm in your head and I'm in your house and I've been following you around. Uh, There may be times where you're listening and you're like, I don't know what the F she's talking about. And everything in between, okay? And that's fine, (laughs) The message may not resonate with you all the time. It's extremely general. There's a lot of people listening, and there may be people who need to hear something different from what you need to hear, but they need to hear it more. Um, So the messages will come through for those who need them most, okay? Um, Also, please keep in mind, like, there's a date on the podcast, um, but that date does not limit when this message is valid. Whenever you listen or hear this car and it resonates with you, then, um, that's when you were meant to hear it, regardless of the date on the podcast. Also, sometimes energies may be mixed up. It might be something, you may be on the receiving end of what I'm talking about. It may be something going on with someone super close to you. Um, and it's a message for you to kind of share with them or relate to them. Um, so keep all those things in mind. Okay. Super general. If you want a personal, you may book one at lifemanifesting.com, okay? So, how we have ourselves effed up. Whoo, seven of cups. Okay. (laughs) Seven of cups. So, right off the bat, this is interesting because I am currently uh, pulling this card on the day of the Blue Moon in Taurus, October 31st. And it's interesting because this is clearly about illusions, right? This is about distractions. This is about confusion. This is about clouding of the mind and the intention and the desire. Um, Cups in the tarot represent like emotions, dreams, intuition, love, things of that nature. Uh, A lot of those things are also correlated with the moon. So, um, I think that one of the ways you have yourself effed up is you're focused a lot on external things and not doing the inner work to remove the blockages 
to you actually realizing the material and the physical things that you're looking for. It's too much focus on, one, things that are essentially meaningless, if we keeping it real, like (laughs) money and material possessions, like sure, we need money. Money is a tool in our lives currently. Um, Also luxury, right? The things that we, um, that kind of tweak our senses to make us feel pleasure and love. But looking for all of that outside of yourself is a surefire way to make sure that your cup is always empty. So this is a reminder that you need to fill your own cup, okay? You cannot expect all of these other things that are fleeting, that are only moderately within your control to fill you up and to give you pleasure, to give you balance, to give you focus. Uh, This is a call to really, well, let me not get too much into the advice and so I'll pull the advice card but yeah that's how I'm showing that currently this is how we have ourselves effed up and also uh, missing opportunities because you don't want to narrow it down and focus on one thing this is missing opportunities because um waiting for instant gratification waiting for instant mastery and not wanting to put into put in the work right or being distracted by so many different ideas or so many different paths that you don't settle on one and commit to one and go down that one path and put in the work to master that one path. You can always come back and go down another path, but that analysis paralysis of looking at everything and not knowing which way to take and just kind of standing there and being stuck is one of the ways in which we have ourselves effed up. So advice from our benevolent wise ancestors who are aligned with our highest good and move with mastery integrity what is the advice this week flew out let's see what we got pay attention to your body okay this is interesting. And this is also, you guys can't see it, but um, there's this card is a is a woman and she's like laying on her back doing like a dead man's float submerged um, in water. Her head is up, but her body is submerged in the water. So this is talking about um, pay attention to the physical and um, check in with yourself and Again, like I said, you have to do the internal work, right? And it's kind of convoluted, but a lot of times, especially emotions that we suppress or um, if energy is not moving through us freely and smoothly, we may start to feel physical ailments because of it. So... This is really calling to pay attention to um, the physical sensations and the physical pain and discomfort that you may be experiencing in your body because that will let you know where the blockage is, what's stopping you from being able to transcend that confusion or the indecisiveness or um, a lack mentality that causes you 
to focus more on external things than internal things, right? Allow your body to guide you. Um, and then also, um, so this is there's an element of surrendering here and allowing your intuition to guide you. A lot of times when we're faced with decisions, um, it's not a bad thing to be logical, um, but sometimes you can be too logical. Other times you could be all emotions and no logic. And this is really saying to surrender and let your intuition guide you. Um, don't try to make sense of it or don't try to pull it more in one direction or the other. Like, don't try to pull it into a logical argument. Don't try to pull it into an emotional argument. Let your intuition tell you. Let your inner knowing tell you what you should do. A lot of times, um, people expect their inner knowing to be this loud, obnoxious voice. But a lot of times, that's anxiety. A lot of times, that's fear. Your intuition is more quiet. It's more confident. It's more subtle. That's the voice that you want to check in with and pay attention to your body specifically is saying the ways that your body will physically alert you to um, what you should do and what you should be working on and what you should be focusing on. So that was how you have yourself effed up. If that resonated with you and you would like to leave a tip, the cash app is Life Manifesting. Um, if, again, if you're interested in a personal reading, those may be booked at Life Manifesting. Okay, so that has been episode two of the 1001 Experience Podcast. Yay! Soundboard applause, soundboard applause that I don't have. Yay! <laughs> If you made it this far, once again, thank you so much. I love you. Share this with your people, with your loved ones, with your coworkers, with your family, with your friends. Um, I appreciate the support. I am honored to be able to share and create this space with you all. And until next week, y'all stay safe. Y'all stay blessed. I love y'all.